Do you spend hours in your head thinking about something that happened, could have happened, or might happen? Do you ask others what to do so you don't make a mistake? Welcome to the Plain It's Safe podcast. I am Dr. Z, your host. I am a clinical psychologist, an author, and a person that is super passionate about sharing with you science-based skills to overcome any type of fear-based struggles. Who doesn't experience fear? Who doesn't play it safe? In this show, we will discuss how fear-based reactions happen in day-to-day life, how playing it safe behaviors look like, sound like, and feel like, how you can put into action solid tips from behavioral science to get unstuck from worries, fears, obsessions, and anxieties, and how you can start doing what works, what matters, and what you care about. Behavioral science doesn't have to be boring. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of the Playing It Safe podcast. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. In this episode, I share with you another way in which our minds could be keeping us stuck. Hundreds of times, our minds are very insightful, helpful, and are working in our favor. And over time, our minds just keep us stuck. So, in this episode, I discuss with you a particular type of thoughts that your mind may be coming up with that you may or may not be aware of, but if you are holding on to those thoughts with white knuckles, it is possible that you are undermining yourself, it's possible that you are not doing the things that are important to you, and it's possible that you are keeping yourself stuck in a cycle of worry, fear, and anxiety. So I hope this episode helps you to get a better sense of how our mind works. And just as a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a replacement for therapy or professional help. Okay, have a wonderful day and I hope you enjoy this episode. See you next week. Let's talk about ruling thoughts. Some of you may be familiar with ruling thoughts, for others maybe a new concept. So I will try to explain what ruling thoughts are and how they relate to fear-based struggles in general. Let me share a little bit of background here. When I was a kid, my mom made sure that every year I was learning and practicing a new sport. Even though I wasn't very athletic, I can tell you that. But I basically got enrolled in swimming, basketball, volleyball, running, you name it. I did like practicing sports, absolutely, but I wasn't passionate about them. But I did enjoy getting active and moving my body. It was fun. Other times it was okay. And other times I developed a collection of bruises. (laughs) Now, when you're playing a sport, any sport, there are rules that you have to follow. You can do this, you cannot do that, right? And the rules basically tell us what behaviors are acceptable and which behaviors are not. So in order to play any sport, you learn to follow those rules. And some of these rules are nonsensical, 
you may not like them, but that's just how the game is. If you want to play a particular game, you are encouraged to follow those rules, otherwise you cannot play. So when thinking about rules, it's important to know this, that rules are all over around us. Sometimes we follow rules that are very explicit, like don't park your car in the handicapped spot if you don't have a disabled parking permit. And sometimes some rules are implicit, like don't ask a person about their weight. The reality is that every single moment we're following some type of rule, whether we are aware of it or not. But that's just how we live our day-to-day -day lives. You may be wondering, what's the connection between rules or playing games and anxiety, worries, fears, and panic? And here is why they are related. In our life, we participate in different settings or we grow up in different environments in which we are constantly interacting with rules. If you remember when we are kids, we are told you can do this, you cannot do that. This is acceptable, this is not acceptable. And of course, in our life, through every single experience we have, our brain, our wonderful brain is also assimilating, internalizing some rules. Rules about how you're supposed to respond to things, rules about what's okay, rules about what's not okay. So that's something that the brain naturally does. The brain is going to come up with some rules about how you're supposed to behave. Now, the challenge is that our brain may have come up with so many rules related to anxieties, worries, fears, and panic sensations. And these rules are ruling thoughts because they are not flexible, easy-peasy thoughts. In fact, these are the ruling thoughts that are very sticky, that are actually quite rigid sometimes, and they are hard to let go. I am going to share with you the most common ruling thoughts that I have here my clients holding onto with white knuckles. And these ruling thoughts are about the meaning of anxiety, the meaning of worries. There are also thoughts about what they can and cannot do because of anxiety. So here is the first ruling thought that I have here a lot. I cannot handle it. How often when you're dealing with anxiety, worries, obsessions, you may tell yourself, I cannot handle this. This is too much. It can be overwhelming. It can make you feel discouraged. And yet, what happens when your brain comes up with this rule that says you cannot handle it? What do you do? This process of holding with white knuckles onto this ruling thought, I cannot handle it, is academically called underestimating your ability to handle anxiety. And it's basically your brain assessing if you can handle the anxiety that comes along with fear-based reactions. The challenge is that if you hold onto this ruling thought that you cannot handle the anxiety, that you cannot handle the fear as the absolute truth, 
then you're not even going to try or you're going to believe that you cannot handle it. But if you and I step back a little bit, what happens when you go along with that thought? You can take a look into your own life. What happens when you go along with a ruling thought that says, I cannot handle this? What do you do next? And does it help you to be the person you want to be? Here is another popular ruling thought. It's going to be bad, really bad. So if you can step back a little bit and remember when you had an anxious moment, when you felt worry, when you had a panic sensation, how many times your mind predicted a negative outcome? How many times did your mind tell you that you are going to lose your job, that no one will like you, that if you are late with your rent, you will be evicted, that your partner is going to dump you. So all of us, when we're dealing with any form and any shape of fear-based reactions, we have thoughts about things not going well, things going bad. And it's a natural thing that our minds are going to be doing because they are trying to prepare us for possible danger. They are looking at what could possibly go wrong so they keep us safe. It's like our minds are designed for survival and they are going to go into this survival instinct all the time. And especially when we are feeling anxious, worried, panicky, or when having some obsessions. Now, the challenge is that if we keep doing what the mind tells us to do and we go along with these protective functions without checking what's really happening, without checking what's really in front of us, we can easily amplify what we are scared of. We can easily go from, I may lose my job, to what if I became homeless? What if I lose my family? What if I die alone in the streets? This ruling thought of predicting negative outcomes is called also overestimating a catastrophic ending. And it's very important to recognize when you are holding with white knuckles onto those ruling thoughts. Because quite likely is that you ended up giving up or you get more scared or you're going to amplify the potential negative outcome. When you catch the ruling thought of it's going to be bad, really bad, as the absolute truth, instead of acting quickly on it or responding to it, you may want to ask yourself, what's the purpose of this prediction? What is the purpose of this ruling thought? And if you ask yourself this question often, you may notice that the purpose of those negative predictions is almost always the same. To minimize uncertainty, to reduce anxiety, to prepare you for bad things that may happen, and somehow to keep you safe. But the challenge is that going along with that ruling thought can actually make you feel more anxious, not less. So dwelling on these catastrophic visions of the future doesn't make you feel more secure, doesn't make you feel more prepared. 
it may actually keep you more stuck. Here is another ruling thought. I have to do something about this worry right now. When feeling anxious, it's natural that that feeling is uncomfortable, annoying, and hard to have. But what happens is that when we have the ruling thought of, I have to do something about this feeling right now, you may be compelled to try to replace every single annoying thought you're having with a positive one because you are taking that feeling as a sign that something is off. Because your mind is looking at that internal experience as something that you have to fix, repair, and even solve. But we are wired to experience all types of emotions, and sometimes the emotions that we feel are overwhelming. So, of course, naturally, your mind will tell you that you have to do something about it right now. Your mind will come up with a sense of urgency about that particular feeling. For example, if you are afraid of spiders and you walk into a room and you see something that looks like a spider or something moves in the room, you may think, oh my gosh, is that a spider? I have to get out of here right now. When you hold onto this ruling thought of, I have to do something about this feeling right now, you are missing opportunities to learn about that emotion and to coach your brain that you can handle it. That not every single thing the brain perceives as a threat is an action threat. This may be a little bit hard to hear. I know my clients tell me, but it could be bad. It's so annoying that I have to do something about it. It's so intense that I have to do something about it. And I get it. I know that many times anxiety feels like you have put your fingers inside an electrical outlet and your body's on edge. But if you keep doing what your mind has been telling you to do, which is to fix, to solve, to repair, what happens? I can tell you that the more that you are dwelling in why you're feeling in a particular way, why you're having that particular feeling, you shouldn't have that feeling, the more that you ruminate about your emotional experience, the more that emotion lasts longer and longer. It's totally the opposite of what you want. If you are thinking that by thinking of the emotion, by trying to solve it, that is going to make the emotion go away, thinking in that way actually makes it last longer, totally different than what you want. So notice again that the ruling thought that says, I have to do something about this right now, right here, it can actually be creating problems in your life. Because instead of learning to have emotions coming and going, instead of learning to watch your emotions as things that happen, not the things that you have to solve, you may be spending hours and hours stuck in this cycle of anxiety, in the cycle of fear, in the cycle of worry. So here is something to consider. Imagine for a moment a field of grass full of sunlight and open space. Imagine that your mind is just as extensive as this field of grass and that all those blades of grass are like all the thoughts you have. 
including the ruling thoughts. Sometimes your mind may anticipate danger, but that doesn't mean that you have to do something about it at that moment or even later. A ruling thought is just a ruling thought. So just to recap a little bit, I want to invite you to keep in mind that since the time that we are born, we are exposed to all types of directions, expectations, and rules about everything and anything. Don't put your fingers in the outland. Make sure that you're back at 6 p.m. for dinner. It's not okay to steal. It's important to pay your bills on time and on and on. Following these rules, keep us safe. Allow us to be part of a group and give us a sense of doing the right thing. The tricky part is when we hold on to all those ruling thoughts related to anxieties, worries, fears, and panic sensations as the absolute truth. And we end up with our own book that says 101 way of doing things safely. So I will strongly invite you to notice these ruling thoughts. Usually ruling thoughts come in the forms of ought, should, must, always, never. But they also come in the form of beliefs about what's right, what's wrong, what's expected. I share with you today three ruling thoughts. I won't be able to handle it. I have to do something about this feeling right now, right here. And it's going to be bad, really bad. But there are many, many more ruling thoughts. So my invitation is to write down all the ruling thoughts that you may be holding onto with white knuckles. And then answer yourself these questions. What actions do I take based on these ruling thoughts? What are the benefits of following those ruling thoughts? What are the costs of following those ruling thoughts? Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, I will very much appreciate it if you will subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. And if you're feeling extra generous, I welcome a review on Apple Podcasts. Show notes of this episode are in the website playingwithsafe.zone. Make sure to subscribe to my newsletter so you can receive more tips to stop all types of unworkable playing it safe actions. See you soon!